welcome to CQ for Global Leaders. Join cross-cultural leadership expert, Dr. Tom Vergus, as he offers perspectives and strategies on the issues affecting global leaders in the ever-changing world of global business. Hello there, this is Tom Vergus and welcome to CQ for Global Leaders. I'm joined today on this podcast by Dr. Jürgen Strauss. Welcome, Jürgen. Hi, Tom. Thank you. Good to be with you again. Likewise. So today, what are we talking about today? today? This is actually building on the previous podcast that we were talking about in negotiating across cultures. Mm -hmm. This was also asked uh, by Professor Payal Kumar, and her question was around humor Mm. across cultures. cultures. Yeah, Yeah. so I thought we'd have a conversation around that. Mm. That's good. So, yeah, so... How do you make jokes across culture? How do you make jokes across culture? Perhaps oh. the the opening line should be, don't make jokes across <laughs> cultures because well, we were, they don't translate. We were having a conversation preparing for this episode and I said, well, people make jokes within their own culture and within their own peer group or even within their own group of friends. And nine times out of ten, those jokes fall flat. They so fall flat, It's yes. really hard to make a good joke. I know, because the joke is really based on, a lot of it is based on delivery, timing, nuance, mm. and of course, commonalities, right? Yeah. So we have to have a common understanding, frame of reference for what you're talking about. So let me actually start off here, uh, Jürgen, with telling you a, a quick story. And yeah. this is a true story. Mm. And it is about an executive, right, who was here. I'll use the Australian example from Australia who went across to Japan. Mm. Okay. And he worked for a large multinational and he was doing a series of presentations. So he did his, uh, and, and in his preparation, he had an opening joke in his presentation uh, just to lighten it up yeah. and uh, break uh, the have ice. people yeah. laugh and break the ice, yeah. etc. So he did his first presentation. He had an interpreter uh, with him. She was doing the translation for him. Did his first presentation that went uh, really well. Uh, he did another presentation that same day with the same interpreter. It went really well. So he was feeling extremely pleased mm. with himself. The next day, he was in another city talking to his teams there, same presentation, told the same jokes, and this time it fell flat. Mm. So he thought to himself, hmm, this interpreter is obviously not funny. Yeah. Okay? (laughs) Anyway, to his credit, that evening while he was uh, lying in bed, he thought to himself, perhaps, perhaps it has something more to do than the interpreter. I should check my assumptions here. Mm. Anyway, day three, he makes the same presentation and he has the interpreter from day one. Mm-hmm. This time, it goes really well. Everyone's laughing and he's thinking to himself, okay, I'm back. <laughs> he's really excited. Yeah, just had an off day yesterday. Yeah, there you go. But then he was reflecting on it well let me just again check my assumptions so he asked her at the end of the presentation he said look day one jokes worked really well day three worked really well yesterday it didn't go so well with this other person in other Mm. town how did you do the jokes and she said to him sir i just told the audience the gentleman has just told a joke 
please laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and that is yeah. a true story. Yeah, yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah. So what's the moral of the story? Well, that's actually very funny, that story. <laughs> <laughs> so it's probably better than a joke. <laughs> so, you know, the moral of that story, I think, is the fact that when you tell jokes, it's really, especially if it's being you know, through an interpreter, mm. being translated, and to your point before, hard enough telling jokes within the same culture. Mm. When it's being interpreted, oh, gosh, it's really, really difficult. Yeah. So rule of thumb, right? Don't, Don't tell okay. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, funny stories might be a little different. How would you approach a story like that, for example? Because to me, that's very funny. I imagine yep. that might be funny to different cultures. I, I could see Japanese people thinking that's very funny because they understand that yes. people are coming in making what the person thinks is a joke and yeah. they think, no, that's yes. not funny. Yes, yeah. As a rule of thumb, I work on the fact that it's important to have a sense of humor, mm. okay, as compared to jokes. Yeah. So I think about a sense of humor as a mindset, as being able to look at things in a funny way. And it's one thing to be funny about yourself, right? So one could be self-deprecating. Mm. One could make jokes about oneself, you know, some of the silly things that I have done compared to, if you think of the structure of most jokes here, then it's actually based on laughing at somebody else. Yeah. Right? Like like the, the thing happens to somebody else, so we laugh at them. Mm. Whereas, you know, rather than laughing uh, at ourselves. Mm. Or laughing with them, in a sense. Or laughing yeah. with them. Yeah. But I remember one occasion, and it's kind of reminded me, this one, it's a story that I experienced, and it was one where we laughed together. Right. The joke was kind of on me, but not really either. And I was in a meeting in China. Yep. And I had a translator with me, so the local person. And there was an issue, a technical issue with the material that they were using of ours. Yep. And I was there to help get to the bottom of that issue, help them figure out what was wrong whether it was our material or whether it was how they were using it, and suggest some ways to address that issue. So I asked a bunch of questions. Does it, is this mm -hmm. causes, cause a problem? Does that cause a problem? And the translator would translate the question and the explanation would come back and then they would tell me things. And one of the things I had learnt during my time in China was the word for no problem is may wenty. Okay. Or the words... And uh, a lot of the answers were coming back and they were very verbose, so they were explaining the outcomes of what I'd asked and so the translator would give that back to me. And then I asked another question and said, what about if you do this? How does, how does that work? And I heard one of the people say, may wenty, mm -hmm. and I just looked straight at them and said, oh, so that's no problem. Mm -hmm. And we all burst out laughing because <laughs> I realized that I understood a little bit. <laughs> might only be one and word. <laughs> it might only be one word. And they were, at that moment, they weren't sure how much more did I understand it. So we all burst out laughing. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So I said that's a great example, isn't it, of being present, mm. listening, 
opportune. You know, it was the timing was great, and you were able to kind of interject in a way that created laughter for yep, people. Yeah. I think laughter is such a great thing because really, what it it, it creates a level of commonality. Mm. It lightens people up. It shifts the mood. I think by all means, if you can get people laughing, it's certainly something you should do. The caution, I think, the caution, especially because we're talking about across cultures, yeah. right? And it's for you know for leaders across cultures, is that there are certain you know if you think about cultures in terms of the hierarchy formal cultures where even when you're being self-deprecating you've got to be careful especially if you don't know the audience right if you're an mm. external guest or you're a senior leader and you're just starting in your presentation you just need to be a little bit careful because sometimes being too self-deprecating at the start may just dent your image. People may think, mm. well, you're a senior leader or are you really that good? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Do we have to take you seriously? Yes, mm. yes. So I think, again, part of that is planning and preparation. Mm. Thinking of how do I have, you know, what are some stories that I might have up my sleeve? But more importantly, it's like, how do I come in with, a, with a, you know, with an attitude of humor? So how do I bring a level of lightness Mm. Uh, into into the interaction and how do I look for for things? Yeah, yeah. All right, that's great. So, what what's the takeaway for our listener today? Uh, well, I think it's a way. It's a, again to be to be conscious of how do uh, I use humor? How do I use it? So, you know, mm. as a leader, how do I be conscious of how do I use it? Where do I use it? And again. Part of that may be talking to people in the local markets around what is it that they find funny, mm. and and are there some points? Because every culture has, you know, what I call those idiosyncratic points that everybody knows when it's being referred to. Mm. Uh, you know, how do we kind of are there certain things like that that we can we can utilize when we are talking to people? Mm. Yeah, great. So be aware of your own style and um, attitudes to humor and then have empathy with the other person. With the ears. other, yes. Mm. And remember not to laugh at other people, yeah. but to laugh yeah. at yourself. At yourself yeah. or laugh together. Laugh together, My yeah. example, yeah. Absolutely. Mm. And don't and, laugh at the people in that culture. Yeah. Well, that is almost... <laughs> common sense but as Almost. I say, as i say so often common sense is unfortunately not all that common indeed mm. well thank you tom welcome Jürgen. i'll see you at the next one thanks for joining us on cq for global leaders to find out more or contact us go to culturalsynergies.com